0: No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
1: Welcome to the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast. Beth Duran, Ricky Romero, Josh Tolley. We were off last week. Actually, the reality is I was off last week. I turned off the phone, turned off social media, went to Zion National Park, and it was fantastic. Ricky, I felt like Tolly. I was like one with nature. I saw trees, fresh air. Um, I wanted to cut down a tree. I went on a walk and a hike. And what happens? I come back and Tolly's not available this week because he's running his baseball camp.
2: Yeah, I know. I think that's pretty cool, man. I, I know we, we shot him a message and say, hey, focus on that. There's There's no better feeling than doing that. And... After doing ours um, for, for the first year, it was so satisfying. And it's, it's honestly the best feeling in the world. So kudos to him for doing that. Um, hopefully he's enjoying it. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I, that's a good excuse to miss the podcast today. And, uh, um, you know, I'm sure uh, obviously we'll miss him.
1: Yeah, totally. is fun. He's cool. And uh, for everybody who continues to send us messages on Instagram, uh, we had rave reviews to our intern, uh, Graham. Uh, this comes from Pelotero Cheekies Graham came out swinging for the fences Let's give him another chance Okay, so we'll take there uh, Alaska Jones said Wow, Graham, great at first appearance Okay, so we're going to keep Graham uh, And he did make the promo, I didn't put him up I want to see what he would do Scott Richmond, our good friend, just laughed about Graham So a lot of people actually coming out and enjoying it Graham is listening, but we're not going to put him up yet We'll see how he behaves today uh, But Rick, no, no Farmer Tolly, we'll get with him next week uh, really cool, and um, I went back and looked, and I missed the podcast last week. It was it was like, yeah, like something was missing every Tuesday at 10 o'clock, and I've been telling you guys the numbers keep growing and growing and growing, so Tolly totally said he couldn't do it today, but we have a, a special guest, a friend of ours. Uh, we've mentioned him many times on the podcast before, and uh, people are like, who is this mythical guy named Sanabia and his vibes? And after a couple years, we finally get Alex Sanabia on, um, I'll take full responsibility because I said I didn't want him on because he was too busy traveling the world and being one with nature. <laughs> and now we got him. Alex Anavia, uh from Chula Vista, California, signed out of high school, went to the Marlins organization, played in the big leagues with the Marlins, uh, up and down, AAA, 4A guy, Mexico, Venezuela, all over the country. I was recently in independent ball with the York Revolution. I even bought a shirt that said Revolution Baseball. And I can't wear it because our dude is now back and affiliated going to AAA. That's awesome. Let's bring him on right now. The one, the only. Alex Sanabia is in on the show today. Here we go.
2: That's a cool introduction, though, right there, Beto. But you know what's cool about this? You mentioned that he signed with the New York Mets. But... I remember, and we we we've been talking about when I met him. We, it was in in Tijuana when we were playing for the Toros, and that was the first time I'd ever met him. I knew who he was. We knew of each other, but I think when I got there, we obviously grew close and became really good friends. And it, our friendship has carried on. But I think what uh what uh what I appreciate most about this is that he's grinded through the Mexican league, and this year he said, "Screw it, I'm gonna go all in on trying to sign an affiliated ball. I'm gonna go play independent ball." In hopes that hopefully I land a minor league contract somewhere, and then the guy spoke it into existence, did his thing, um, reinvented his whole delivery, did his whole thing, and trusted it, trusted the process. I'm sure it's not easy, especially at our our age, um, to be able to say I'm going to change this, I'm going to do this differently, and and kind of take that route, and I'm give it one. I'm going to give it one last go, and now he's in affiliated ball game with the with the with the triple A Met and I mean you gotta tip your hat off to that man that's pretty dumb.
1: Alex Sanabia he makes his appearance on the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast.
3: What's up guys? What's going on? And before anything, bro, I need a, a Tully with the newspaper at today's uh <laughs> baseball camp. We need proof of that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that there, is, there is. there's a picture actually here i'll, I'll show you right now yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually said, what's have, up dude there i actually is. said he's sitting like an old man
1: <laughs> <laughs> that works. That's, that's proof enough then. that's proof enough there it is alex and Abil, before we get to your back and everything else where are you right now and what's the update on your career i'm in york
3: right now york pennsylvania um i leave to syracuse tomorrow so they gave me a couple of days um so take advantage uh once you go throw just got back from the field and tomorrow i throw, and half hour, make it a lot easier and more convenient once i'm there
1: oh see sanab is in the middle of the woods or something because his connection is going to go in and out see they didn't really tell you rick we needed this guy and what, we knew something was going to happen. So,
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know. And, and, again, um, frozen. you know, I've heard a little bit of, of, about his background and his story. He's obviously frozen right now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to leave a picture up there like that. I guess they don't have <laughs> Wi-Fi in, in New York.
1: Where is York? Pennsylvania. It's by Amish country. It's uh where the York peppermint oh. patties are from. Like, there. Like, if you've ever seen the movie Kingpin, and you'll see uh, where Woody Harrelson's going by, by the Amish, like, he's right by there. Uh, It's in Farmtown, Pennsylvania.
2: Wow. Yeah, so that's probably why there's hardly any Wi-Fi. and He's frozen, and maybe we can get him back. Maybe if he he hangs up and and calls back. Yeah. I don't know. Um, (laughs) He told us before we went on air that he still has, what, the iPhone 6. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's still on on 3G, you know, (laughs) while the world is on 5G. 2G's behind everyone right now but um no you know what like I said uh, we were talking about like how he had to reinvent his whole delivery and he did that and we saw his progress and yeah. um, on the group chats he'd be sending us updates and saying he, he a few times he's like Rick what do you see what what you got here what do you got there and you know just kind of giving him my advice and again when you're older like that to reinvent yourself and in hopes of landing a contract and and you go and do the whole independent ball thing it takes a lot of balls to do that because it comes a time where you're just like, ah, oh, I'm tired, you know. I'm 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 just gonna hang him up and, and I'm good. But this guy has kept grinding and you uh you appreciate that out of somebody and it's paying dividends now. And it hopefully, you know, he is the, the angle isn't uh triple A. You know, I I feel like it's gonna be even more satisfying if he gets that shot to go to the big leagues.
1: Yeah, for so people listening, it's like you go to the independent ball. You're not affiliated with any major league team. It's basically a bunch of guys trying to hang on who are saying, hey, I don't know if I want to go home and start my second chapter of my life, but what are we doing here? And some guys get signed, but it's a, it takes a lot for you to just say, hey, I'm going to go and do it. Sanabia is back with us right now. And Alex, anytime you get frozen, just hang up and dial back in, man. Don't worry about it. We're uh, used to this. It's a live show, think- bro. we appreciate it.
3: Dude, I think my iPhone 10 got overheated, bro, and it started <laughs> shutting down on me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> As I
1: was saying, bro, the, I
0: was uh, saying, I, still,
2: I did I, you're still I, you're still on 3G while the world's on 5G already, man. Come on. Hey bro,
3: I got your own world <laughs> to be in. No, I
2: uh I overheard you talking
3: about uh doing everything I did and all that stuff, bro, and uh completely man doing what i did the whole overhaul that was a process it was frustrating um it's not easy man but as you said as well a little bit it's you you have faith that's like walk by uh faith not by sight and 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 you don't know what's gonna happen you just gotta have a whole lot of faith and trust the process because during the whole thing dude there was a lot of times where i was like man forget this i'm over this like I'm getting worse. I felt like I threw, I went like 30 steps back and, 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 but it was, it had to get worse before it got better. And, and before I believed in it, my, uh, my pitching guy my pitching coach John in Fort Lauderdale, Kyle Beard was, he believed in me first. He was like, bro, you still have what it takes. And I was like, yeah, whatever's dude. Two weeks in, like working with them. Um, I started believing into it and it was supposed to be only for a month that I was going to train with them and a month turned into 19 months. And me moving in with him and, and me living in his uh, bedroom and him sleeping on the pullout couch because he only had a one and here we are and it was frustrating bro i i, I said he was my second girlfriend i, ha- I have my girlfriend and then him because him and i bro would get into it we would fight and and there was times where we it, it was bad but but i mean it, it, it's paying off bro um so it, it's it's a nice feeling and and honestly dude when they told me yesterday hey you're going to triple a Honestly, Brian, I cried. You would have thought I was getting called up to the big leagues again because uh, I know the whole process and that, that I went through, and it's it's not easy at all, man.
1: Wait, yeah. I, I, didn't, you know, I didn't know this much. Go ahead, Rick. Go ahead, Rick. Oh, That's
2: freaking awesome, man. And I was going to say, I remember when you told me I'm going to redo this, I was like, <laughs> in my head, I, I'm not going to lie, I was like, damn, this guy's fucking crazy. Like, just because it, like, at our age, Alex, it really doesn't cross our mind to kind of do that, you know, to go, you know, a whole, you know, however many months, 19 months that you went I I would I would have gone crazy, and that's why I was like, "Damn, this guy is not to be able to do that." But hopefully, it works out. And then you see the, like I told uh, Beto, this is not the end product. The end product is to end up back in the big leagues. But this is a step in the right direction. And it's, I mean, it's it's like I said, it's it's cool, man. And 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 to be able, like I said, to to be able to see your progress and track your progress, it's it's been awesome. And obviously from when I saw you with the totals, I always, I always said, and I remember I used to sit in your bullpens and we used to talk a lot about pitching and stuff like that. And I was like, what is this guy doing here? You know, why, why, why is he doing it here? But why can he, why can't he do it in an affiliated ball? You know, like, and obviously you, know, you, you grow and you mature and you start seeing different things and you're like, oh, I could have done this different when I had the chance. And, and, and now you're seeing it and I'm sure like every day that you get to put on a, a, a uniform, um, you know, with, with the, with the AAA uh, team in Syracuse, it's, it's, it's going to be a different feeling than when it was when you were, you know, a young nineteen twenty year old, because you think your, your career from at 1920, it's going to last forever. And then you're kind of older on the outside looking in and you're like fuck i miss putting on i'd do anything to put on a triple a jersey right now and and now here we are and i'm sure it's it's kind of brought back to where it's like i'm gonna appreciate the shit out of every single day
3: yeah no 100 percent. you're totally right when you're that young bro and then you get there so young, you think it's going to last forever, like you said, but it it doesn't work that way. And not everybody has that, uh, career path, you know, mine's been ups and, and a lot of downs, but you know, bouncing back and you get older, you, you mature, you, you know, a lot more, um, you take care of yourself a lot more. I know I do, man. I, I go to bed 11, the latest, I I have to be in bed before 12. I mean, I, I eat healthy now. Um, I don't need anything out, uh, just taking care of yourself. But you, you, the, the knowledge you you get throughout the years, it puts me in a position now where my perspective is I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it and grateful for every minute of it, man. I, I went from being in Mexico for the last four years to doing this overhaul for 19 months. And I had to get a job in indie ball, and, and honestly, there was only one team that got back to me, and that was my manager, Mark Mason, with, with York Revolution. And and I said, he's like, we're not paying much. I said, I don't care. Just I just need a, a foot in the door, an opportunity, and, and and he gave me that. And thank God, everything I've manifested, believed, and I've seen, I know. When I told you, I'm sure you're not the only one. I told a lot of people, hey, I'm doing this and my I'm going to get back to the bigs. And they're probably like, this guy's fucking crazy. Like, yeah, sure, whatever's bro. Like, how often do you – like, you, you hear that. But um, And I can tell you firsthand now that it's happening that it's super hard. And now I get why a lot of people don't do it because it's a frustrating process. And you get worse, I mean, way worse before you even get better. So it's just a lot of patience. And honesty, man – it's faith bro because you could do all this and you still don't know what's going to happen you you could you could do put in all the time and effort bro and you're still up and and you don't know but i knew it like in my head it's already happened just the real time hasn't caught up yet so in my head it's already happened i can tell somebody else and they're just like yeah whatever dude but for me it's already happened bro i'm just the real world the real time is just hasn't caught up yet so um i'm enjoying it man and and it's um being wiser, it's it's a it's it's a beautiful thing. You you enjoy the little things, man. Like I go out to the field. I'll go stretch outside instead of inside, just to enjoy the field because I know that this may not last forever. I went 21 months without playing, you know? so it's just taking and an appreciating the little things, being grateful for that. what you once took
2: uh, took for granted,
0: yeah, man. yeah.
2: And it's cool that you mentioned. It's, it's cool that you mentioned that because. I don't know if you've seen the latest episode of of the shop. I don't know if you guys have seen it. And they had Tom Brady in it. And and he's, you know, how old is he now, Beto? And he's in his what 42? 42.
3: 42. Yeah. And he
2: talked he talked about how he early in his career he was in a lot of pain and this and that. And his elbow hurt every throw. And then he's like, you know what? I took it upon myself, hired somebody, his best friend who trains him now. And he's like, and I started eating healthy. I started sleeping right. I started training right and my body feels as good as it it did at the age of 20 if not better and i was like and i and i sat there and i looked at cara my wife and i was like wow it almost motivates you to kind of you're tempted for me like i'm like should i go pick up a baseball and and and, because obviously my process my 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 training process my eating habits have all changed compared to when i was uh, 21 years old. So it, it, it kind of crosses your mind a little bit. Obviously I, I'm not going to do it, but it, it kind of, it pumps you up a little I bit, you know, you it. and it's yeah, Uh, you know, that's why it, it brought me to it. You're, you're saying you're sleeping better, you're eating healthier and stuff like that. And, and, and shit like that matters when we're young. And you know, Alex, in the minor leagues, it's a grind like to go and, and find food in little cities and find good food. You're, you're eating fast food. You're eating subway. You're eating, Burger King you're eating whatever fast food chain restaurant you 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 can eat and and that I mean that shit hurts in the in the long run it hurts you you know your body and 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 and, and there's a reason why it's not good for you
1: yeah
4: it's yeah uh,
2: no when go ahead BD
1: uh just to correct it myself tom brady is 43 he'll be turning 44 in august
2: good for yeah. him it's a good episode what he says what he talks about it. and I was like man this is this is dope this is every young athlete should listen to what this guy's saying there's a reason why he's doing it at that age yeah. you know and and, and at, at 43 you shouldn't be winning Super Bowls you know
1: what <laughs> so he up is. playing golf yesterday man um so Navia, let, 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 let's go back no, and for people it's... who are wondering who you are I mean we know you because you're in our group chat and you're fantastic and you have great vibes <laughs> I didn't know Ricky that you and he only met when you were in tijuana in uh. 2018, 19. Like you guys act like you're old friends, and I've known of Alex for a while. I, heck, I even sent Alex a tapatio shirt back when he was with the Marlins. Uh, but yeah, he did background. socks and everything, bro. Socks Had and the everything.
2: Whole uh, you know what the you know what the funny thing is? We we mentioned you met. Yeah, that was the first time we met, but it almost felt like we've known we've known each other for a long time because we hit it off quick. At first, I was like, this guy's fucking crazy. He's like doing these crazy stretches, and and <laughs> and like he gets so zoned in. <laughs> days and i was like well like take it easy bro like it, it's not that serious like hey it's okay to talk to people on start days and he's like bro i just get locked in i'm like i get it but that's just so much energy that you're wasting before you even step
1: on the mound. know?
2: <laughs> i i do that now i change i've changed that now i go in
3: like it's a regular day where i'm not starting so i change that and that makes life so much easier bro now that i'm a little bit older it's what you said that's energy that i'm using so you know you don't want to start using that until you want to get going so yeah, i completely changed that so now i, I come in i talk and i say hello to everybody like it's just any other regular day
1: <laughs> so here's who alex sanavi is he's only 32 years old uh but he's a very wise man very spiritual very en- enlightened reads a lot of books he's one of the guys i rely on like hey man what's a book for my kid to read to know what's going on drafted at the age of 17 at a chula vista high school what round Castle Park, bro. Oh, you're from Chula Vista, but Castle Park High School, what round? 32nd, dude. So if you're drafted in the 32nd round of high school, it's, yeah, we'll draft you, but we're not going to sign you. You decide to sign. Why?
3: Well, I was a DNF, but I guess a sixth rounder, or uh, fourth, fifth, eighth, I don't know, a guy didn't sign, so they were like, oh, we got money left over. Whether it was true or not, I don't know. They are like, what would it take to sign? I was like, I don't know, 50. They're like, "We'll give you 40." I'm like, "Whatever, dude, that works." Like, all I wanted to do was play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, right? and, it's, and it's and it's and it's turned out great so far, thankfully, cuz it's 15, 16 years later I'm still playing, you know. So in my head it was just like, I just want to play baseball, and I was so naive. I thought there was single-A, double-A, triple-A and then the big leagues. I was like, "Okay, cool. I just go and keep doing what I need to do and just move up every level and then make it to the big leagues. And thankfully that naive mentality helped out. Cause I wasn't involved about the politics. I wasn't thinking about, uh, uh not involved. Well, I wasn't thinking about the politics or thinking about everything that really goes on in my head. It was just like, you just do good and you keep moving up. And that mentality helped me, uh, get to the big leagues at, at, at 21. Not at all, I'm just like, man, there's so much that goes into it, bro. Than just that, what I thought when I was 18, 19,
1: 20 years old. Wow. Now there's yeah. nine year olds getting ranked with radar guns. Um, <laughs> it's not an
2: obviously- and i couldn't picture myself at 18 17 18 years old uh in minor league ball because like you said Alex you, you get stuck in cities that are like eye opening it's not you know mommy cooking for you anymore or doing your laundry or like picking up after you or like saying like hey like go here or hey go do this or go it's like you're on your own in these little small cities at 18, 17, to 18 year olds. And we've seen it, you've seen it at, you know, as, as you moved along and you see these young high school kids that just kind of get lost in that, in that transition of, uh, you know, high school ball to pro ball. And, you know, you can go from being the man in high school. And then when you get to pro ball, nobody gives a shit. Nobody, yeah. nobody cares who you are, what your rank, if you're a first rounder, or a second round, nobody cares. It's like everyone's treated the same. And, and, uh, and it, to me, as a college guy, it was like so eye opening. I was like, "Wow, this is completely different." I could imagine at 18 years old being on your own and 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 trying to play baseball.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna give the people the background of Sanabia, Right, so he's 17 years old, a young high school kid. Right now, the way it starts at 17 year old, you're probably a high school freshman now because people hold P back and all this other stuff. Um, I'm, I'm dead serious, Sanavia. <laughs> so you go, so 2006, you're in the minor in rookie league. You get to the major leagues in 2011, you're or 2010 as a 21 year old. You're there 12. The last time you were in the major leagues was 2013. You get to, tr- you're back in AAA. You go play in Mexico in 2016. It's been almost a decade since you're in the major leagues. So, Nobs, I, I know you went to play in Mexico. You've been around. You were in, up and down with the Angels organization in AAA. Has there ever been a point now where you're like, man, fuck this game. I'm done. Let me just move on with life?
3: Um, not now of anything, man. I'm more invested than, than, than any other time. Probably. Uh, there was, there's, it's happened three times when I was in short season, I called my dad and he was just like the bullshit girl, pair of nuts and, and you're staying and do what you got to do. And then, and, and then in 14, obviously he didn't say it like that. My dad doesn't talk that way. <laughs> um, It was um, was 2014 and 15 Are the years that I that I struggled and my dad got me out of the first one my mom the last two She was like, no, dude. She was like you you've been in here. You've been playing since you were a kid This is your goal. This is your dream. Like you're not giving it up to I told, I told her, I was like, I don't know, maybe do real estate. She's like, no, like get your shit together and, and, and keep fucking playing and, and and let's fucking go. And, you know, here I am. So, so I got to thank my parents for that, for talking to me when when those three years where I wanted to stop playing baseball because I struggled. And, and and here we are. And I'm so happy, man. So what I learned is, dude, when you're struggling, when you're grinding, it's not the time to, get, to give up. It's just keep it fucking moving and, and, and keep putting time and effort into your craft. And, and right now, the amount of time and energy I've put into it is... Only a few people know. I mean, it would be my buddy, Kyle Beard, you know, my pitching coach, um, my girlfriend. I have a, cl- a close group of about four or five people that really have helped me get to this point. And then also a few other people to get jobs in the Atlantic League and then the contacts and all that stuff. So, I mean, it, it's got to be, it's my girlfriend, my, my buddy, Kyle Beard, and then my buddy Rob Rosado and, and Ryan Snyder. You, you know, not so, um, better, you better be- not forget
2: about the fucking group what chat, What about bro? the group chat? Yeah, man, come on now. Fuck,
0: fuck
3: that! You guys took two years to get me on here. No, no, no! All of a sudden.
1: <laughs> hey, well, this is a show Dude. the affiliated athlete. Okay, so you were in Mexico, and as I believe as you once told me, fucking Mexico, man, because th- it, hey, th- you don't know what's going on, man. And that fuck makes more. Just happens like- when something happens. You say
3: Mexico. Yeah. That's all you can well, say, bro. When you've seen it all,
2: what you know what? And one of the things I enjoyed with Alex playing with him, he's the guy that every morning, um he's like, "We're we're we having breakfast?" And I'm a breakfast guy on the road. Like to head back to the hotel. This motherfucker will tour the whole city before 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 we got a report to the field. And every time we were in a new city, he's like we'd have breakfast and there, there goes Sanabia off to venture off and tour whatever, wherever we were at. And it was the funniest thing ever, man. Like that guy was always adventurous when it came to, to cities. And I'd only do certain ones, but like, he was always like, you know, we were like in Campeche one day and he's up there, like looking at the cannons and looking at the ocean from like the highest peak in, in the area. Dude, this guy was always everywhere, man. It was pretty funny.
1: Oh, and he, uh, he froze again, so we'll get him back. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, until York, Pennsylvania. But that's why I that's it's it's funny, right? Because that's why I asked him that question. Do you ever think about quitting? Uh, because so many guys that I've heard in the past about podcasts or whatever, um, well, he's there somewhere. Even if we just have your audio, we're good. Have just said, Oh, it got tough and like, you know, I'm ready to go home. I was having this conversation with somebody about how how many guys do we know that went away to college and then they come back after their first year? Oh, I got homesick. It's like, dude, you're on a scholarship. How are you going to get homesick when you're on a scholarship? Because people are wishing and begging for an opportunity. And I get it. T- everybody has a different situation. But those are the moments where you just got to grow up and get it after happened.
2: it. It, ha- it happened to me. It happened to me in Double A. I really? remember calling my dad. Yeah, I remember calling my ass kicked. And I was like, dad, I don't know if I was – I, I don't know if I, if I was built for this. I, I I don't know. Like I had never really failed in my, in my career, my college career. I had a pretty successful one and coming up through the minors, I was good. And then I got stuck in double a. And I remember I called him. I was like, maybe I'm just coming home. He's like, all right, when you come home, it's time to find a job though. He's like, so you pick and choose. And I was like, Oh shit. Nah, I'm staying. <laughs> <laughs> so, just you know, who parents, what parents are, you know? And, and we, Sanabia and I are blessed to have, Parents that will you know lay us straight and and you know talk to us with the firm with the firm voice and you know they they mean business.
1: The, the odds of you guys getting to where you're at, and that's why I love doing the podcast and hearing people's stories because like, every kid says, "Oh, I'm gonna grow up and play shortstop for the Dodgers," right? And then you realize, damn, there's got to be a time where you're like not good, whether it's in junior high or high school or whatever. And the odds for to get drafted are impossible. The odds to get to the yeah. major leagues. As we, uh, Alan Trejo told us, less than 20,000 ever gotten there. So, Alec, I don't know about this, so I do, because you know me, I always find the research. From your of rookie course. ball team, when you were in, this team is called the Jamestown Jammers in 2007, short season.
3: Oh, God bless.
1: Okay, so the big name that came out of there was Matt Dominguez and John Carlos Stanton. Okay, studs. Uh, also making the major leagues, Osvaldo Martinez and Brian Peterson. That's it. There were two pitchers from that team that made it to the big leagues. Seashek and me, I would imagine. Yeah. That year, yeah. you guys had twenty pitchers used that season Two get to the big leagues. And you're wow. it, yeah. So it's like the odds are against so everybody whose parents are saying, Oh, my kid's gonna do this because he's twelve years old and he throws sixty five, like the odd it's just realize what, what, what the odds are against you to continue to play right now and continue to put on a uniform and that's what everybody talks about, right, Rick? Like the Camaraderie, the breakfast, those moments. Like going around the different world that you've been, Sanavia, has there ever been a moment where you're just looking back and going, How the fuck did I get here? Castle Park High, where scouts don't go, to still playing and the the odds have been numerical against you?
3: Um yeah. Not when I was younger, obviously not. Um I'm not saying I'm ancient, you know, but older, a little bit older now. It's just uh now you reflect and and you put it into perspective and you're just like, holy shit, man. Like it's not easy when, when you think about it, like that's a very difficult thing to do. and very blessed to do it. But at the same time, once again, we go back to the naive mentality in my head. I told my, I told the scout who signed me, I was like, I just want to play professional baseball and I'm going to make it to the big league. So at 17 in my head, I was determined and it was I'm going to make it to the big leagues. But everybody says that, though. But another thing is believing it and, and, and seeing it. And I saw that even at 17. So that's the say it. They could tell you all these things, but it's another thing, whether they believe it or not.
1: That's, where does that come and, from and you?
3: Um, dude, you know me, bro. I read a lot, man. So since in 2018, I was with Tijuana for my third year and I started struggling. And that's when I was on a downfall for 18 and 19. I had a six ERA one year, the next year, I, you would think it couldn't get worse. I had a seven. So I started reading throughout that time and just taking in all this knowledge, man. And, and, and I, uh, I was listening to Ed Mylett the other day. Um, and it's, uh, my buddy, uh, uh, sent me the, the podcast and it was like, knowledge is not power if you don't apply it. Like, you can read and, and, and watch and see all this stuff, but if you don't apply it, it's, it does you no good. It serves you no purpose. You have to apply what you what you learn, what you read, what they teach you. Wow.
2: Oh uh, Yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. I mean, this this game will teach you a lot of lessons. And the funny thing is that Beto, Sanabia, met, Sanabia and I probably met in, in TJ, but we played in the Liga Municipal in TJ when we were kids, so we probably ran into each other and we didn't even know, man. We were probably eating tortas right next to each other and we didn't even know, oh, man. Bro, <laughs> double headers crushing the torta <laughs> in the ca- cafeteria, bro. Oh wait, so what bad, is this? Dude. What is this Liga
3: Municipal? <laughs> Municipal, yeah, dude. Right, right there when you cross uh, the Otay border, or yeah, is it Otay? Yeah, the Otay Mesa border. Um, yeah, Liga Municipal, dude. A lot of guys played there, man. Um, yeah, Adrian Gonzalez, right, is one of them. Adrian Benji Gill, I want to say. I know Campillo
2: did, uh, Robles. Wait, I the mean, famous that's any ace of SoCal played there too. Let's not forget him, he talks about it like he owns the league. <laughs> <laughs> Soon they're gonna put they're gonna name a field after him, yeah. No, so you it guys, you, you think it you might have played little. with each other. Well, Alex is a little younger. Than, he's four years younger than me. But we're probably, I mean, I was, I don't know, 10, 11 years old. I mean, I'm sure he was, I don't know if he was there or not, but it's a league in, in Mexico. I mean, it's it's a, it's a, it's like a little league, like like having pony ball here or whatever. And I w- every time, every Saturday or every Saturday, uh, uh, other Saturday, I would drive up. My grandpa was the coach in TJ, and I'd come up, and whenever I'd, I'd be in town, I'd suit up. And I remember when I mentioned that, uh, Sanabia and, and and Ace were like, bro, we played in that league too. And I played in that league. And, dude, it just brought back all these memories because, yeah, you'd play doubleheaders. And in between the doubleheaders, they had a cafeteria. And and you, you'd eat your torta and then start the next game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it was, it was pretty cool, man. It was uh, – it was some interesting, some cool little times when we, when when we were kids, and it's funny because, like like I mentioned, Alex Pader played in that league too.
1: Yeah, going across the border because Alex growing up in Chula, right across the border, you could see that stuff. Alex, when you went to play in Tijuana, um, obviously it's right across from where you grew up, but how did you end up there, and did you want to go there? Oh, he dropped again. We'll get him back. Did he? Yeah. Hey, but this is fun. Like I said, we know Alex, and if you're listening to the podcast right now, I always thanks. Great review. We're doing the show live uh, because he's going to be taking off. So this is what we do for you guys, the people. We take care. Of it. And Graham, okay, let's check in with Graham. Graham, how you doing? Graham, the intern, is back. Doing good, guys. Happy, very happy yeah, to be got,
2: back. You got a big fan club, man. What What's going on here? <laughs>
4: that's I what happens with me
1: <laughs> all right Graham. Graham, how's the how's the podcast going so far for a 20 year old white kid
4: it's going great i mean these stories are absolutely crazy just talking about the the grind of going up and down i mean starting from the draft you know up to you think like he was saying he had great aspirations and just seeing that kind of come down and go right back up to where he is now is is really amazing
1: all right, Graham, do you want to hear more minor league stories or more stories about Mexico and Venezuela?
4: I kind of want to hear more stories about Mexico and Venezuela because I don't know if you guys saw, but another huge fight went down in the Mexican Baseball League. Same team as last time. Okay. And yeah, I think Alex might be on some of those teams. So. Okay. Team that uh, we used
1: to go for? All right, all right, here we go. So, Navia, uh, you, uh, you're back, right?
3: There we go. Okay,
1: all right. All right, Alex. So we're talking with Graham, our intern. I'm asking him, "How's it going? Like, is he enjoying it? Like, do you want to hear minor league stories, or do you want to hear stories about Mexico?" And he said, "More Mexico stories because it was a fight in Mexico. He's all about." <laughs> there was there
3: was a, a fight in Mexico. He's a fight. Ah, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one, a- hi, the one
0: with hi. A- hi.
1: Graham, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna mute you, gonna get you out of here, but we'll get you the stories about Mexico fights. All right, Graham, just for you.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> the one with Nini, yeah, I mean you see that Mexico fight, it's crazy, bro. They threw the freaking bat at the at the at the pitcher. And that you, you know bat it's bat the like,
3: helmet, dude. It's like I
2: mean if you if you look at the clip, he picks up the helmet again and tries to chuck it at him. As you and, said, and, Mexico, bro.
1: Mexico.
3: Mexico, man. You wouldn't think, bro, playing with him, being his teammate, bro, just quiet, kept to himself. I mean, you talk here and there, but I definitely didn't expect a bat thrown and a double helmet toss coming out of him, that's for sure.
1: up <laughs> uh, well, so you, oh, so put your headphones on.
3: Well, dude, my phone's. Can you hear me, or do I gotta move it closer? My my phone was like on ten percent, bro. I'm a mess.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get closer to the phone so we, so we can hear your voice.
3: I mean, dude. I mean, my nose is big enough; you can see it from. It's like all right. It's we all right. we, we can. Play. Hey, it's all right. You don't need
1: me that close to the no, camera. All right, here, Snobs. So here we go. Here we'll, here's what we'll do. Um, we'll take your video off. We just we're gonna use just your audio, okay? Okay. All right. So it's gonna be. All right, so Sanabia. I was was, was going to say, Graham wants to listen about
2: Mexico and Mexico fights. Why don't we put up the picture of Sanabia going to the crowd and almost kicking somebody's ass? (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, so Sanabia, are you here still? What's up? Okay, so you're not. We're not going to use your video anymore. What we're going to do is just just uh, grab the phone like you're having a regular uh, phone call, Sanabs. All
3: right, we'll be. I'll be better prepared uh, in two years from now when you have me on again.
1: Well, I mean, it, it, you know. Oh, here it is. Graham just sent us the video of uh, the fight from there. Okay, in case I want the video, this intern is good, Rick. This guy's on it. All right, so, uh, so Sanabia, so let, let's go. Let's get let's get into the Mexico nitty gritty, man. All right. Why is Mexico crazy when they want to fight? What's the story over there?
3: I mean, I couldn't. I mean, it's Mexico. I mean. <laughs> Not there's there's not much more to it. Um, I mean, it, I mean it happens But I mean, I, I don't know if it happens more than than over here. Honestly, I, I couldn't even answer you that I just when everything when anything happens over there My first response is fucking mexico. It's mexico. Like Something happened something's not working or, or whatnot. It, it's mexico after a while you get You're long enough and that's your response. It's mexico. You're not even like phased by it anymore it's like there's no reason to Waste words, just it's Mexico, I mean, what do you expect? You don't like it? play better or play worse. I don't know. it's up to you <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, you played in Tijuana the fight that happened recently, I mean, let me see Graham sent it to me uh the the Raleros and Toros of Tijuana, two teams that you played for,
3: yeah so so I knew. I I played with the with the pitcher Cantero who hit him. He's up from he's out from uh, your guys' way. He's a LA guy. Um, Brandon Cantero and then uh, with Nini. I played with him. Shit. He was my catcher. So uh I mean it's part of baseball. I mean, I'm not, I don't agree with the uh the bat and the helmet throw, you know what I mean? But if guys get hit for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. I mean, you know, it, things that, that that happen, but to to get to that point is a little bit uh on another level,
2: but what are you gonna do? In Mexico, you- <laughs> in, in Mexico, you it, you were there. You you came to a game, Beto, and, and the first game you go to, we clear right away. It's like it, it almost becomes like <laughs> it's like once to twice a week. I say, uh, you're you're clearing in Mexico. You're clearing the the benches. Come on, the- really? It felt like it. It felt like the time. I only spent two months there, and I felt like we cleared. Pro- I cleared probably more times there than I ever did in the big leagues. <laughs> really. <laughs> oh man, there's just so much. Honestly, I think it's there's so much passion that people don't know about in those games, and and so much pride that goes into it. That I feel like I was impressed, man, with 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 the way that it, baseball is like cared for and and loved, in especially in Tijuana. And and uh, it, it's pretty pretty cool when you see that love and passion for for the team that you're playing for.
1: Snobs. Have you talked to the guys that did it? Are you hung up, this guy? See, <laughs> this is why we're gonna have to get rid of him.
2: Um, did you find a picture of him uh, going in the stands?
1: I'm looking for that one. I can't find it. So, Rick, for really, me, you were clear all the time.
2: No, I. Felt, it, it honestly felt like it. It wasn't all the time, but he, um, he, he, yeah. We we cleared at least three, four times in the time that I was there. No way. They don't yeah, it's like uh you go uh it's like yeah, I mean right there they're not scared to hit you and uh and retaliate and so on and so forth. It just kind of goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and yeah, it felt like yeah, you don't take anybody's shit there. You didn't
1: you what did you do? Because you're like not Mr. I'm gonna go fight you guy.
2: Nah, man. Was, come on. I was just I was just there. I just, you know. I mean, you clear when you have to clear, but I'm not sitting there trying to fight anybody. For what? But this is Sanabia. I found it.
1: Oh, That's him. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh. The picture oh. of uh, Alex Sanabia yelling at the crowd.
2: Can't go wrong you know, with that. he wanted to go into
1: the crowd. Can't go wrong with that, man. That <laughs> guy's doing, he's, he's doing, he's doing work. He's doing work. Because we lost he, him. Maybe
2: he'll join us at one point, if he can.
1: Oh uh, right, here we go. All
2: right, is he back? Is he back? Is the kid back?
3: There we go. Sorry, bro. <laughs> phone overheated, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the phone overheated? It said temperature is hot. Let
3: phone cool down. My bad. I'll be pre- I'll be more prepared next time, dude.
2: If, if there's a
3: next time. Yeah. Shit, man. Um, Unbelievable, unbelievable well, we we're just showing a picture of you Which one oh yeah, I'm gonna have to frame that one day in my house, bro That's the most expensive piece of art. That's for sure that 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 uh That cost me a lot. How much did that cost you? Man, I want to say it was like Forty-five hundred but the team was like we're uh, the leagues only or we're gonna pay you only pay twenty five hundred, so I guess they took
1: two grand off my tab. Okay, uh, we got the video from Graham of the fight in Tijuana. Uh, we're gonna show it right now. Let's see here, coming through. This is where the fight that happened in Tijuana, and let's see, can we get it? There it is. So, Sanabi, can you see this? You know the guy batting, right?
0: Yep,
3: I know both of them, the guy pitching and the guy uh, batting.
1: Okay, so the guy batting is your friend. You guys said that he's, like, real mild-mannered, calm, chill. Relaxed. Quiet.
2: Quiet. I must have heard him talk three times in the time that I was there.
1: Okay. And the guy pitching is who? I don't know. Brandon Cantero. And, okay, and, and so here it is. I'll play the video, and the catcher set up way on the outside. Tijuana's yeah. winning 5-3, and boom, right in the back. <laughs> <laughs> <He> throws the <laughs>
4: back. Ooh. Ooh. He throws the helmet. Gets after it.
2: If you follow him, he it the helmet. <inaudible> the best part is little <inaudible> homie, right there. Yeah,
4: okay. He's running <inaudible> out, and the pitcher has his hand out <inaudible> like, what, man? Ooh. What? Go by the <inaudible> catcher. Agarran a los dos. And then, and then you see
1: right on the bottom of the screen, number seventy seven, our good friend Chevale, and it went it went for a while. That one, that one went for a while. That was a good one. Back and forth. And now what happens afterwards, Sanabia, in those fights? Um,
3: you kind of, you know, it cools down and whoever gets tossed gets tossed and you resume the game, you know, and then the next day or a couple of days, that's when you get all those fines. There was a whole, there was a list, I think in the group chat that we saw. Um, and I, I converted it from pesos to dollars and it was like anywhere from like 700 bucks to like 2,400 bucks for the fines. And there was at least five guys on each team that got fined.
1: Oh (laughs) man. Now Graham, let's bring Graham back in real quick. Graham, I know you're enjoying these fights about Mexico and hearing the stories. Uh, did you see the bottom of the screen? There was uh, a bat boy who's about three feet tall. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that, but I was
4: actually looking at the comments and someone said, did someone see the midget or is that just me? So I guess you caught that too.
1: Okay, this is why we brought in Graham <laughs> because we're trying to expand our audience and understand you know, what the non-baseball fan might know. So Graham, in Mexico... Uh, a, a few of the teams have little people as their bat boys. And where the bat boy, the equipment managers, going on, Sanabia has made one of them very famous. Uh, his good friend, <laughs> Chevale Internacional. Uh, let me show you here. Where is it at? Uh, let me get you the pictures. Uh, oh, Sanabia's ready to go. This man right here. <laughs> Sanabia has made. Chevali International 77, uh, the little guy, and Sanabia created the Instagram account for Chevali. Good dude. Uh, he's now become an international man of mystery, and um, it's all because of Sanabia creating this guy. Graham?
4: Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. I want to hear the whole story. Like, how did you meet? Like, the Instagram page. I want to know all about
2: it. Hey, and it's a little person. All right. FYI. I'm sorry. Let's go. Right. I'm yeah. Come on, fam.
1: Yeah, right. Clean it up. <laughs> Respect
2: my man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> the, uh, so I met him in 2016 when I first got to Tijuana.
1: Um well, Sanabia, Sanabia. Put, the phone, put the phone by your mouth, man. Ah. Here you go.
3: I I uh, I met him in 2016, and then little by little, you know, uh, I became good friends with him, and now we have a great friendship. So I want to say in 2016 or 17, I was like, you know what, dude, I'm going to create you an Instagram account. So I created him an, an account. It was uh, it's Cervale international 77, I believe. Um, and i I, I must uh, I must have ran that account, man. I would upload videos of him. I would we would mess with them. Uh, and I want to say now he's got over 10,000 followers, but I don't manage it 11, anymore. All of sudden, Eleven. I create I, exactly. Okay, 11 yeah. 11 I created a monster bro. So somebody else runs it I, I got sick of it and he and became high maintenance man. He he wanted he he all this work for no pay. So <laughs> if he, So, uh, <laughs> some, somebody else runs it, but no, it, it's awesome, man. And Tijuana at the stadium. He is loved. I mean, He's some, he's something else man and if you, and if you were to hear him laugh that's that's another that's another thing in itself um
2: hold on let so me see yeah, if I can pull a-
1: up Now Graham, um, Chevalet is a dude who is very 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 popular. He now has a uh, hair plug endorsements. Uh <laughs> I'm dead serious. am
3: Does he really yes. it's it's very true. Yeah, the doc uh the Doc. He sponsored the the Doc in Mexicali, hey, I would imagine. But yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> Graham, he, and he works Winter League. Uh, he's out there working, you know, all that good stuff. Uh he's also, as the Green Eye Bandit says, he is a dancing machine. Um he gets down and does all so Chevale Internacional seventy seven.
3: Yeah, there you go. So he's oh, he's yeah. known, man, and, and he's and he's loved it. And me personally, man, I, I love the guy. He's awesome.
2: Yeah yeah i know he he really is love man he's a he's a guy that's just we had a ton of fun with and um you know even having beers with him on the bus at least i did and just it's it's a good time and and that's just mexico is just different in that sense where it's like we're just it's straight fun man i i for the most part i enjoyed most of it because of guys like him, obviously like Alex and, and Chivale and, and, and the fun that we had. He, and and talk about a guy who can eat, Beto. And Alex will tell you this. He can eat. I've never seen somebody eat like he does. It's crazy. Crushes. Like it's like just plates on top of plates and just the guy just keeps eating. This is his laugh right here. Crush. Oh hold on.
3: So, uh, I, I don't know what I missed, but anybody listening, definitely he's worth a follow on Instagram for sure. Um, him and his shenanigans.
1: Yeah. Uh, and also, Graham, if you are really, really in, into it, uh, YouTube, mini derby, Chevale. There was a home run derby between the uh, little people, bat boys.
2: Manny, Manny. It's Manny and, and Chevale. Manny is a bat boy in Mexico City. And, and these guys, and Sanabe is the one no, that used to run. Man.
3: Yeah, that's right, man. He's Mexico City now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: that shit used to be funny, man. When the, these they're like throwing live bets, and every like each team is talking shit to each other and and we we're, were we have our guy, they have their guy, and these guys are like serious, man. They're like training for it, like leading up to it. It's it's hilarious. It's it's the mini derby.
3: It happens every single year. It's awesome,
1: <laughs> Graham. Imagine this: a homeland derby where the Home Run Fest is the outfield between two little people. I need it. I need it every single year in the MLB. I need it for every sport <laughs> really. Graham, uh, you're going to go back to the University of Oregon, and your professor is going to say, so what would you do this summer? Um, I was Googling <laughs> Mini Derby Chevale International. Yeah, you're going to get kicked out of Oregon, bro. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it if this is what's out there for me.
1: Oh, snobs! So how you feeling, man? You good? Ah, solid, bro. I'm, I'm enjoying this, dude. This is this is fun. Yeah, I wish you could see some video from you, but hey, we'll, we'll have you back in a couple of weeks with Toli. uh I know you got a busy day, uh, and I, I'm, I'm dead serious, uh, uh, Sanab. We'll get you back in a couple weeks when you're in a hotel with some real Wi-Fi. We'll get you a video. We'll have you with Toli. Uh Let's plan maybe uh, middle of July. Uh, hopefully yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, by that time, wait, wait, he'll wait. be in Queens. Wait, wait. Yeah, he'll be in Queens by then. We'll be on the showbird, and... Uh, We'll figure something out with you. Dropping vibes in NY, (laughs) baby. Now, Sanabs, this is what I really want you to do. Um, You're always very motivational for people. And like, so somebody's listening right now. Why don't you just drop some, like, whatever it is you want to say. The form is yours. Go for it, Axel I'm going
3: to quote Marcus Aurelius. Live by feelings.
1: Or, oh, hold up, hold up. All right, we, we can edit that. Graham, edit that out. All right, one more time. Where'd he go? Don't tell me you lost that.
2: He probably went to go look it up.
1: Oh, he's cutting off. See, that just says it all.
3: Uh,
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) What happened? Damn. Can Can you hear me? Hold on, hold on, Sadat, real quick. Um, Rick, I think we need to get money for this intern. Because I just got the text from Graham. Right there, Chevale Mini Derby on La Revancha. Just in case. Our intern is on it, man. We need a, a, a GoFundMe or a Patreon for Graham. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Snobs, so you ready?
3: Yeah, Marcus Aurelius. Live by uh, principles rather than feelings. Because principles, those stay the same. The feelings are the... Live by principles rather than emotions emotions change from day to day minute to minute hour by hour but your principles you stick true and 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 you hold them and that's by uh marcus aurelius i'll leave I, on I, that on so that it's not
1: it come on man we're trying to make a promo out of this for you come on give me a good one read it with feeling right now a good one with feeling shit man hey, you, you know what yet, mind, kid? You know, just better read better it yet. no no that was a good quote but just read it right let's go alex give, oh, give me you what want me to read it Damn it, this guy! Ah, <laughs> yeah, All right, hang up, Senavia. We're done with him.
2: <laughs> and, uh, and, and although I, I appreciate him coming on, yeah, man, yeah, I, I, like we're rooting for him, obviously, and uh, uh, a great guy off the field. And hopefully, he makes it to the big leagues. What a story that would be, honestly. Okay. So we see him in Queens, and he's doing his thing.
1: That would be awesome. Um, that would be great. Like, I mean, messing around with Sanab because he's a good friend of ours, and it, it sucks that we couldn't get the better connection. I told him, like, he even said it. Hey, I went to York, no distractions, doesn't have the social media working, no computer, no iPad, <clears throat> just the phone to text people. Oh, let's see. All right. Oh, he's back. All right. All right, Sanab, go for it. Live by
3: principles rather than feelings. I like that one a lot, and I'm a, I'm a – big Marcus Aurelius guy. And I, I got that from uh, his book, uh, Meditations.
1: Live by principles, not feelings.
3: Rather than feelings. That's just, you asked me and that's just one. And I know it's, uh, it's we, we talk baseball, but it's also like a, a life thing as well. You know?
1: Yeah, man. All right, well, we're going to let you go, Sanabes. I know you got some things to do. We'll do it in a couple of weeks. And honestly, uh, you know, everybody's rooting for you. You're a good dude. Great guy. And we've known what's going on to overhaul yourself for 19 months to believe in yourself when nobody else did. And York is the only team that gave you an opportunity. And we said it. All you need is one person in your corner, and that's it. And you're running with it. And good luck to you this weekend. Um, We'll be uh, rooting for you. You know that, man. We'll talk to you soon.
3: All right, bro. Thanks for having me, dude. Take it easy. Alex, thanks, brother. All right. later, bro. See ya. All right. Oh, hold up. What? What we got? One last thing, bro. I gotta give a shout out to my boy Rocco Marcus. the one you said that doesn't exist, he does exist, bro, and he's listening, so i I told him I was going to give him a shout out so Rocco here's a shout out, bro. He's over here giving you five star reviews, and you're over here thinking it's a make believe person, bro, so <laughs> Marcus is real.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Sanabs, you and your fake friends, get out of here. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> See ya, bro. Bye. <laughs> oh, God. So, the story with time that is, there's a guy who would leave reviews on the uh, iTunes, like, oh, Sanabia, this, I love this, I love your show. And kept asking, bring, bring Sanabia on, bring Sanabia on. So, we thought it was him. Like, it was a guy named Marcus. I'm like, oh, yeah, Mexican guy named Marcus. Oh, sure it is. But yeah, so if you really do exist, Marcus, we appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that was I, was I was cool. Obviously, we had the connection issues with them back and forth, but it's right. We got through it. It happened, and I just love his story, man. Like you know, for being so young, he's only thirty-two. He's gone through so much, and um, yeah, you mentioned it's been almost a decade since he was in the major leagues, and he's still grinding and chasing it,
2: and grinding to do an overhaul on his whole delivery. Uh, I mean, I talked about it last week. I was on. Uh, on uh, Jay Central, and they were talking about Ross Stripling, how the the success that he's been having, and the adjustment that he made from the beginning of the season because he struggled to to now, and I'm like, people don't realize. Like we look at Sanabia, and it, it for him it was 19 months. Stripling has done an adjustment from one start to the next, and it's changed his whole half a season around, and it's not easy to make adjustments on your delivery and and change something you've known your whole life, your whole career. And to make that on the fly, I mean, you tip your your hat to the, to, to the guys that are able to make it quick, you know, and, and something that's not easy. And um, you, you appreciate stuff like that. Uh, people don't see the, the behind the scenes, the, you know, that, 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 happens for, for, for these, for these guys and the stuff that, that we have to do, In order to prepare and that's our job yeah but like when you're constantly trying to tinker things in the middle of a season it's not easy for like i said sanabia took him 19 months and 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 even then he still had times where he wanted to like give it up and say yeah i'm I'm done with this like this is not working and now he's seeing the 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 change
1: yeah excuse me there it was that's why um in our group chat that we have it's uh, it's love hearing it and because We'll say something about baseball, and like I know a little bit as a reporter, but I haven't been around baseball for a while. But I've seen a lot, and just to hear the way you and Alex talk about certain little minuscule things, it's like it's fascinating. It's, it's really, really awesome to hear. That's why that's why we try to portray that and give that to the fans when they're listening. So we do appreciate. Yeah, I, I, I always
2: I always say this, and 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 it's and and I love talking the game. I love like when I'm like engaged in the group chat with with, with our conversations about baseball, like. Yesterday, I had the opportunity to take my little guy to a Dodger game, and you were there, and we were talking. And I just like the, the way I view the game is just completely different. You know, I'm I'm looking. Everyone's waiting for the home run or the big hit or and stuff like that. But it's like watching, um, you know, Trevor Bauer how he sets up guys, how he's still 97 in the in the sixth, seventh inning, and he's deep into that game. How uh, you know, how the uh, the Sclafani, how he's freaking. Gave up three home runs, but he's still in there chucking and, and and not backing down, and still made it a quality start. All that stuff, man. That that that's cool stuff to me, and stuff like that matters. Is it's it's why I enjoy the game. The 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 cat and mouse between the the pitcher and the hitter is always cool to me to to watch, especially when it's live. And 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 hopefully I can get uh, Sebastian one day to understand that and, and be like, this is what you got to look for. You know, look for this, find these little things in in, in a game because. Yeah, the home runs are cool and all that, but to me, it's it's more more to that than 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 home runs.
1: And it was pretty cool to be there too. So I went with my friend Steve. I, last minute, uh, just picked me up and went. He has two kids. He has one <clears throat> son is nine, and he took his friend. <clears throat> sorry, coach of the travel team. They're nine year old, and their kids are studs. I've seen them play before, studs. And one kid, buddy, from L.A., all of a sudden tells me he's a Blue Jays fan. So I tell the kid hey, my friend played for the Blue Jays. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. So he's sitting with Ricky, and finally I'm like, hey, man, are you going to ask him? And he gave you the whole rundown of who is on the Blue Jays. He knows what's up, and tail Oscar, and he gave everything out there. And I'm like, you know, he played for the Blue Jays. He's like, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> like right, Rick? They didn't believe you. I even showed him a picture of Ricky with Joey Bautista, and he's like, yeah. And – Ricky showed one of the other kids. He's like, "What? Did you just make up that contact number right now?" He's like, "We'll call Vladdy right now." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, they didn't believe me, man. Hey, it's way. They were probably not even born when I was in the big league. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, it, it's cool when you get to interact with kids like that, and and you see this is the first time my son. You know, he's usually in bed by like seven, seven fifteen, asleep by like seven thirty. And last night we shared that father-son moment. It was like 1030. It was just him and I, my brother and my sister. But the drive there, we're talking the whole time. The drive back, I'm trying to let him hang in there so he doesn't fall asleep on me because I want him to like to kind of just, you know, not sleep the whole way. And then he doesn't want to go to sleep when we get home. So I was like talking, talking to him. And then at one point I just looked through the rearview mirror and it's like, daddy, I'm tired and he just, like, starts falling asleep and i was like man this is cool you know, this is this is this is these are the moments like this is what i remember when my dad used to take us to games and and we'd sit on the pavilion and 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 going home and you're tired you're cutting candied out you're yeah. freaking you know uh peanut uh he's, he's like daddy i love the peanuts i love the pe- i love eating the shells <laughs> and all that stuff so he shared a cool moment you know and it, it it just brought back it came back to me like all the stuff that me and my dad used to do and, and hopefully we're able to create more moments and memories like that
1: and that's why we love doing the podcast so we could tell those stories for everybody out there uh it was really cool the best part was when sebastian saw the guy with five cotton candies and said dad buy one from him and it was a guy who was bringing it for his friends <laughs> <laughs> he
2: didn't do, did do that he's like daddy can you buy one from him i'm like dude i think that that's not a vendor that's Those are
1: his. He'll he'll learn, bro. That sweet life, bro. He'll he'll learn. He'll learn. Oh, man. Yeah,
2: hey. Uh, Yeah, my sister's trying to change him because he always says he's a Blue Jay fan. He wore his Blue Jay hat, and they gave out a a Dodger hat. It was a Dodger hat giveaway, and my sister's trying to, like, change his mind. He's like, no, you're in L.A. You're a Dodger fan. You're a Dodger fan. And he's looking at me, and he's like, daddy. And I'm like, hey, dude. Hey, Dodgers don't give you any sweets, baby. Come on. Come on. (laughs) When we were in Toronto, they, they, they treated really good. And he was just like, can we sit in a suite here? I'm like, no chance, dude. happening here. Yeah, his buddy Ace oh, is not showing up. Right, it's good cool to see all that stuff and, and him uh, him just enjoy yeah. and, and see this stuff. You know, he's like, I've never seen a crowd like this. I mean, it's a Monday night at Dodger Stadium. They're playing the Giants. And the sta- what, what, what would you say? The stadium was at, like, 85, 90% capacity. It was
1: packed,
2: man. Yeah, it it wasn't sold out, but I don't think he'd ever seen a big crowd like that. And and I think he enjoyed it a lot.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of work for you as a parent taking a little kid to a game, but it's worth it. Those memories, like, my kid's 16, he don't care. He's like, all right, we'll go. Been there, been done that. Because it's like, "Ah, whatever. Uh, And also, renovations, shout out to the Dodgers. Fantastic renovations. Everything looks cool. Uh, And also, happy birthday to our girlfriend, the Green Eye Bandit. Uh, I, I always see that he's there at every game. He might as well have season tickets. So, cool. And it's happy birthday to Caesar, the Green Eye Bandit, our good friend of ours. Who also,
2: also a shout-out to our favorite groundskeeper, too. Brad Seb- Sebastian and Ball. I, Chaton. I uh, Fernando. I can't uh, believe
1: our favorite. Dude, that groundskeeper is famous, man. Yeah, he, he is. He, uh, wow. He actually acknowledged I, us.
2: He rakes the shit out of first space, that's for sure. So, uh, you know, they, they, I feel like, dude. Honestly, Dodger Stadium. I always say it. It just it, there's something about it. It just you sit in your seat, and and maybe it's because I grew up going there, but man, that place is always just looking beautiful, it, beautiful. It, it, it really, it's just I feel like, and when you talk to players, a lot of players say that's that. Those are some of the nicest surfaces in the big leagues, and I never got to play in them, but every time I see it, it's it's. It's it's a beautiful stadium. It's a good atmosphere. It's like I was telling my wife, I was like, I I, I miss Dodger Stadium. I, I miss going there. Like it last night was really, really cool. I just you know, the sunset, everything about it, it's it's just really cool. The vibe, it's 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 nice.
1: When the guy who drags first base is a celebrity, you know you're big time. You know it's a big time organization. And there he is. <clears throat> Uh, El Chaton, who's, uh, who acknowledged us by waving to us from the field. like We felt important. We felt really important with him right there yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. That was cool. uh, also, a uh, shout out to Legacy High School. Uh, they won their the LA City section school. They won their Division Three championship. Uh, if you guys don't know, there's a Ricky Romero baseball camp account on Instagram. Um, and we uh, Ricky does this. We do our camp every single year. Uh, and we're going to do it again during uh, Thanksgiving weekend, somewhere around there. And Legacy High had a couple of players that went to the camp and they won. So shout out to Legacy High. There it is. Awesome. Congrats, fellas. Awesome. else. Um, and also, oh, we have a question from one of our fans. What did you think of Bauer's performance last night? Ah, let's delete that. Our favorite Salvadorian friend Marco Palayo checks in and says, What did you think about Bauer?
2: Hey man, kid is nasty. I mean, he's
1: You know what I appreciate
2: about him is he'll give you, if it was up to him, he'd give you 140 pitches every, every, every fifth day. He really does. He takes the ball and he, he knows what he's in for. And you appreciate that because nowadays it's, uh, you see it less and less. Um, but, um, you appreciate when a guy a workhorse. I, I looked at his, I was looking at his innings, and he was already. This is at the beginning of the game, and he was at like I think to start the the season or to start the uh coming into the start. He was already at 103 innings, yeah. and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, that, this is that's what you call a workhorse. That's that that's what you want out of a guy you're paying 30 plus million dollars, and he's 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 doing it, man. He goes out there, he gives this team a chance to win, and. And you appreciate that from me.
1: There it is. All right. What do you got? You've been doing a lot of TV in Toronto, was it? Tim and Friends. Tim and Friends. I've I've done a few
2: uh, of the pregame shows for 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 the team. It, it, it's all cool, man. I mean, I love. I like I said. I to me, my love and passion is talking the game. Um, the Blue Jays obviously hold a special place in my heart. So the the, the fact that they have allowed me to come back and do stuff like that and talk about the team, the young team. I mean. Vladdy Guerrero having an unbelievable year, but I feel like it's being overshadowed by Shohei Otani, man. Like it's Ooh. just it's gonna come down to the wire. And and obviously the guy's doing it from both sides of the plate. And he's, you know, is he even human? Who knows? You know, it, it's it's cool to watch that. But then you watch Flaty, and I feel like he doesn't get enough coverage here. It's like, if you're watching what this guy's doing, and I try and watch most of the games every night. And what he's doing, not just hitting home runs or driving in runs, but the way he's hitting, the way his approach at the plate, taking him with uh, – t- like he's doing what the what the game gives him and he's taking it and if the ball's out, he takes it the other way. If it's – you know, if it's – if he has to use – you know, if he gets jammed, he's still trying to pull it down the line. It's like the little things he's doing, man, and and, and you, you appreciate that again. And, uh, you know, it, it, hopefully uh, – it's one of those things that kind of comes down to the end because I feel like it just, it it attracts the baseball fan. If if you have two guys in the middle of it and they're going toe to toe and one's matching the other. And then you're looking what Acuna and Tatis are doing too. And it's like they're it's like every night one of those guys is just matching the other, you know, uh, Vladdy had 25 home runs and then Tatis goes and hits three and ties them. The next day, Vladdy hits another one and now he's up and Otani hits another one. Like, Dude, to me, it's an exciting time, you know, for baseball, and and, and hopefully it continues to to capture the people and and, and these guys, these young kids, uh, just continue to carry the game.
1: So much fun to watch! Like, I know it's different. Uh, I was talking with my friend Steve about this last night with the shift and everything else going on. It's like, what is going on? But at the end of the day, baseball is still fun, especially at Dodger Stadium. It's always cool to be. I'm gonna go down to an Angel game soon. I haven't gone uh, to an Angel game in a couple of years, but I'm gonna go just because. It's it just, just baseball. You got to watch it. I want to see Ohtani in person.
2: I'd say you pro- we should wait till until Trout comes back, and then you have both those guys in the lineup. It should be fun.
1: Uh, I guess we're having a road trip. I, I think I'm, our friend Anthony is a big Angels fan, so maybe he can hook us he up with this He is,
2: yeah. He
1: <laughs> can get us a suite.
2: Yep, yep. yep. He's yep. got his
1: Angels jersey ready to go. All right, so 4th uh, of July weekend coming up. If you guys need anything, go to the beach. Ricky will not be there. Uh, you can wave for him, to him. Uh, This weekend I will be taking over Ricky's beach house, so if you guys want to come through, bring your bike. Let me know; I am there for you. Doors wide open, so hit me up. Uh, We're having a fiesta at Ricky Romero's beach house in Newport Beach, so meet me there. (laughs) Uh, And then we'll do a show next week. Tolly will be back, and then we have a couple cool guests lined up pretty soon. Um, And that's it, man. It was fun. Uh, Ricky, we'll talk to you next week. Also, uh. Uh, Happy anniversary to our good friend Ruben Polanco, a big fan of the show, good friend. Uh, He's going down Valle de Guadalupe for his anniversary. So, Ruben, uh, we need wine. So, send it, bro. Let's go. All right. So, everybody else, thank you. Rate, review, subscribe, and share it. Let everybody know. And uh, Alex Sanabia, his Instagram is Sanabia28. He doesn't post, but he watches. So, if you guys want to check it out, uh, he's in Syracuse, New York. So, we'll take care of you guys. All right, Rick. We'll talk to you next week. Alrighty, bro. Howdy everybody. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.